This is the Prestigious Initiative. Welcome. I'm Chris Bean, and here with me is Chris Kent. Hello, Mr. Kent. Hello, sir. So in this episode today, we're going to do our best to talk about some ideas, some concepts, some perhaps tips that we can share with you about having a work-life balance. And, you know, having a work-life ba- work balance is, is something that lots of people, I'm sure, have have told to you, you know, you sh- you need to have a better work-life balance. Or maybe you hear people talk about it, you hear us talking about it. Having a work-life balance basically means that your work life is one thing and then your home life is another thing. And we, we can talk about this. I, I perhaps am under the idea, impression, that my work life and my home life are one life. I'm one person. I'm not necessarily a, a machine. I, I mean, men, as they say, are, are waffles and women are spaghetti, where men can compartmentalize things. And to a certain extent, men probably do a little bit better job that, at this than women do. But we can say, okay, now we're at work. Okay, now we're at home. And, you know, we put a box around those things. And I mean, there are actually a, is a box around it because there's physical walls up, but not in our brain. Our, our mind wanders. Our mind goes and explores different areas and different different topics and, and all of those things. And so being one mind, trying to isolate all of the work things and then isolate all of the home things and then perhaps feel like you're missing out when you're at home thinking about work or if you're at work thinking about home. That, I think, is the perhaps the, the conversation about work life um, that, that I want to, to, to talk about. And, and I'm, I'm sure we have uh, a little bit different viewpoints on this or, or perhaps vastly different viewpoints on, on the work-life balance. But I think that having this type of conversation, at least for you, the listener, coming up with what your values are, it's coming up with your mindset of perhaps for you specifically what a work-life balance could or would look like in your life. What, what do you what do you think, sir? I think you are you and I are a little bit different on this. Sure. Yeah. You know, we've talked about this before. I think a lot of this depends on your values and your goals and things you're trying to achieve. And so, you know, depending on what uh, you're focusing on at the time, I think it changes your kind of work-life balance. But, you know, I, I, I'm very much in my head, kind of the way I think about it is that I work so that I can support my life. And I don't, like work is not, my life is not work. I, I work so that I can make money so that I can do the things I want to do and spend the time people I want to spend time with. And as much as I do find some identity and value in the work that I do, and I, I, I am proud of the work that I do, I don't think that's who I am. It's just something that I end up doing, you know, and, and, and maybe that's not exactly healthy and it's different than another people thing. But for me, it works because otherwise I, I, you know, I tend to get lost or, uh, discouraged or kind of um, consumed by work and you know you know something goes wrong at work because I'm so focused on work and and work is my life that problem follows me everywhere because I can't compartmentalize it or I can't put it in that box and say hey that was a work thing I don't need to worry about that right now when I'm so at home so do you have the other thing where you have something that happens to you at home that carries over to work so you you that specifically it's like, oh man the bad thing happened at work that carries over. Okay, that's one-sided, but what about the other side? Yeah, I think, I mean, I, 
as much as it would be nice to be able to flip a switch off sometimes, depending on what's happening in your life, I think it definitely would affect the work side of things, you know. And, you know, depending on what it is too, there are some things that I'm able to to kind of put on the back burner during work and then deal with them afterward. But like I said, it depends on what it is. Sometimes it's just, it's hard to keep those two things separate. And I think in that case, then more often than not, yes, if something is going on in my personal life, it's harder to keep that out of work than it is to keep something from work out of my personal life. You know, I've had conversations with people before. There's, you know, several times where I'll be at work and, you know, when I was living with my family or whatever it is, you know, I get home and they ask, hey, how was work? I said, oh, that was good. And I go, that's it? That's it? That's all you got to say? Yeah, like it's good, you know? And they come home from work and they're talking, this happened today and, and so-and-so said this and this happened and, you know, there's this drama and this stuff or whatever and no shame on it and no, no, I'm not trying to speak against it. That's not the, not the kind of person I am. You know, when I come home from work, work's done. Okay, what are we doing now? Or if something extreme happened at work, I'll mention it, but I don't feel the need to dwell on what happens at work or talk about X, Y, or Z thing at work. When work's done, work's done. And then I'm on to, to more things. And I think sometimes people expect that from me. You know, they expect, how is work? Well, here's a play-by-play, hour-by-hour, minute-by-minute thing that happened and what I did. No, I did. I worked. Nothing went wrong. It's a good day. Okay, what's next, you know? And again, the thing that the two things overlapped, but back to your original question, yes, I think that, you know, if something's going on in my personal life, there is a chance it could affect the work life, but I don't really feel like it goes the other direction unless it's something more severe. Massive, right? Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's a big deal. Or, or I have had times where work, and we talked about this, I think, was it last week we did our episode about positive mindset? Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, yeah. Whenever it was, we did. Well, we talked well. about having a positive mindset and the way you view things. There's been several times where I've I've gone into work with a bad attitude about work, and so when I'm there, I'm thinking about how awful it is and how much I don't want to be here and how much it sucks, and that definitely affects the work. But I wouldn't consider that the life side of it. I think I just am not looking forward to work, but. Thinking back to, I'm sure that that it's gone the other way. Where, because I'm I'm so I'm telling myself that I'm so miserable at work, I'm not looking forward to going to work or dreading work or just in an overall bad mood because of that itself. Maybe not even realizing it, you know. And so sometimes, maybe the work does affect my life in ways that I don't necessarily think about or realize are happening. So, at, at I feel like I haven't answered your question. I've just been talking a whole lot anyways, but hopefully some of that kind of makes sense. So I think that work-life balance can and does change dependent on the season, quote-unquote, of life that you're in. You know, maybe for the next year, you're going to double down at work to try to achieve this promotion. And if you're not then everybody else that's working with you is, and they're willing to do that so they can get that promotion. And what that promotion will offer you is more time with your family because it has a bigger vacation package because the work is different hours and it prevents or it allows you to have that evening times every day or whatever it is with your family. 
promotion doesn't necessarily mean I have to be there for longer. Promotion can mean, yes, I, I'm doing harder work, but I don't necessarily have to do it for longer. I just have to do more of it or I have to have a higher output while I, I am at work. So in that instance, I'm going to double down and, and do my best to achieve that promotion above whatever anybody else is going to do. And for right now, I may have to off balance, so to say, or move my priorities around a little bit to prioritize the things that need to get done so that I can be that person in that job. Because I know once I'm in there, the benefit that's going to do for my home life afterwards. And so that small season of a year, I might double down and do what I need to do. And then once I achieve that position, hopefully I get that position, then now I'm in a new season of my life. And this new season of my life, yes, I got this promotion, but what that prov- what that uh, provides me is the leisure time to vacation with my family. What that provides me is the better hours at work so I can spend dinners every day or you know whatever it is with my family that I wouldn't otherwise have had. And maybe I did sacrifice those things for the last year, but it was to better my home life. And not to mention, if I get that promotion, yes, I have to work twice as hard. Maybe I had to put a little bit extra hours and I have to sacrifice a little bit in order to get that. However, what that'll do for us as a family, as my life outside of work, is I get to, you know, move to that other house. We get to move out of this neighborhood that we're in that's, that's you know, that's not doing so great right now. But that benefit will far outweigh it because now my children don't have to be raised in this environment where, you know, there's whatever else is going on in, in this, in this uh, neighborhood. I think in that case, you have that goal and you have that end point in mind or that reason for doing what you're doing. So it might be easier to put some extra work in, or maybe if you have to work some extra hours, you know, and I think that's part of the problem too, is I think, at least for me personally, sometimes I'm at work, literally at work thinking to myself, what am I doing here? I spend so much time in this one place doing this thing and you know, what's the point to it? And so sometimes having a purpose behind what you're doing really makes a difference in, in not only managing that work-life balance, but making it seem worth it. You know, aside from the end goal of, hey, you need money to live in this world, unfortunately, because everything in this world requires money to be bought or to, to you know, to sell or whatever it is, you need money. Uh, like you said, you need, you need money to put a roof over your family's head or your own head or provide for yourself. You're going to have to make money somehow. So even if that's just your end goal or you have the end goal of making more money, by working a little bit harder so that you'll have more money or, or eventually, <clears throat> excuse me, you'll have to, you'll have to work less or whatever it is. Having that goal or that purpose behind it, I think is important too. And so in my case, I like to have free time and be able to do things that I, that I want to do. And so in those cases, if I can condense the work into less time, maybe you have to work more, but do less time, uh, uh, more out more work output in less time spent. Great. Thank you. Yeah. That then, yeah, I'm worth it. I'm willing to put in the extra work and not have to be there as much, you know, and, and I guess that's the the dream too. If you can just work a little bit, make as much money you need to, then great. But it's not always possible. So, you know, I'm trying to, to maximize the amount of time I can do the things that I want to do so that when I'm there doing the things that I have to do, i.e. work, um, you know, I have a motivation or I have a reason behind doing it because if I get this done now, then I can do the things I want to do. And, you know, at the same time too, it's like not feeling, 
maybe not feeling so much as, as, as I have to do this as in like, this is what I need to do to get things. Done. Does that make sense? It's less of a pointless necessity and more of a, a purposeful function or thing to get me things I want to do. So I think what you're saying, and you can correct me, but I think what you're saying is you want to have an understanding of why you're doing the things that you're doing and a vision for what that will give you in the future, having done that work that you have to do. Sure. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I think and the most important part of that is it makes it makes sense for me when I know why I'm doing what I'm doing and what I'm doing it for and having that vision is it, it makes me more willing to be what where I am doing what I'm doing because I know why I'm doing it and what I'm doing it for. And so yes, I do want to know why and have that vision and think about what's going on, but the reason I want that is because it makes it easier for me to be there. And, you know, someone says, hey, can you stay an extra hour at work? Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. It's an extra hour. I don't have anything planned after. I'll make a few extra bucks. They need help. You know, I can I can re reaffirm my value to this place or, you know, help someone out that's got to run and go to an appointment or whatever it is. It, 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 it helps me to understand why I'm there doing what I'm doing and the kind of person that I want to be when I'm there doing that thing. And again, I'm doing it for a reason. You know, the extra hour, it's not encroaching on anything that I'm doing during the day, isn't going to hurt me. And in fact, it's going to help me a little bit more in the future. I have a little extra cash or whatever it is. And, you know, a little more um, friendship capital with that person because I helped them in that situation. It just can be beneficial too. Of course, in those moments when I have something else to do, I'm not going to go out of my way and, and stretch myself thin or put back myself into a corner by trying to help. I'm not going to be that yes man. I'm going to make sure that it's something that I'm able to do and that it's not going to make me resent that place. You know, I'm not going to, you're not going to, someone's, someone's not going to ask me and say, hey, can you stay three extra hours? Well, I mean, I could, but I would be miserable for three extra hours and I would hate being here for three extra hours. And then tomorrow when I have to get up and come here, I'd be mad about it again. That's not worth it to me because it's going to ruin my relationship with that work. And it, then that work might potentially bleed out into life and make me even more upset about it. So you kind of weigh the the pros and cons of that as well. Is, is, is it worth my time, my energy to be there, but also what am I giving up to be there doing that? And so again, the idea, the ideal situation is we don't ever have to work and don't need money and everything is great. I can do whatever I want, whatever I want, but that's not how life works. So we need to find a way to, to kind of find a balance or make it meaningful or give you a reason to be there doing those things. Cause you're going to have to be there anyway. And so, like I said, I try to view work as something I have to do to make money, to do the things that I want to do. And that's not as simple as it is because I do find pride and value. And I, 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 like the things that I do for work. I think that's another part of the balance too, is if you're just doing something that you hate to make money, that's going to send you down that path of, of resentment and then anger, and then your work will bleed over into your life. And you, you know, the attitude you have at work of not wanting to be there and being upset and hating everybody is going to, it's all, the balance is going to collapse and it's going to overlap too much and everything's going to kind of bleed into itself. So 
as much as I can respect someone who, who works a job that they don't like to do because they're trying to provide for themselves or their family, I think part of the balance is finding something that you like to do or can enjoy doing and then making the most of that while also allowing yourself time to do the things you want to do with people you want to do them and and so on and so forth. So as you're talking there, I have two points that, that come to mind. Uh, first one is you talked about future and really... I think the in the conversation of a work-life balance, the concept of future is is something that's relatively important because as humans, we have a unique understanding that there is a future. You know, you think like way back, and Jordan Peterson talks about this, you think back in like the caveman type days where they would go in and kill a mammoth and they can choose to eat all of that mammoth right now or they can store some and save that for later on. And not only can they store some and save that for later on, they can share that with another tribe, with other people that are close, with the the thought, with the idea, with the concept that, okay, now that person's going to owe me sometime in the future, right? So that future-ness that we as humans uh, conceptualize, that we understand, that we utilize, we work to provide something better for us in the future. And I think that living in the moment, being present and, and aware of what's going on around you and being there is hugely important. But I also, there's another side to that is that that future, I, I am going to wake up tomorrow, God willing, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I have to do things tomorrow. And if I put myself in a bad place for that tomorrow, uh, man, I'm going to be paying for that, my future self. I, I'm living in the moment. This is awesome. Great. Good. But then I wake up tomorrow and I'm in debt or hungover or you know, whatever it is, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay for whatever it is that, that, I hap- that I happen to do today, tonight, right now, later on, tomorrow somehow. And I think that in this concept of, of work-life balance, I think that part of the something that needs to talk about is, is that future, right? I'm, I'm going to put the work in now to do that thing for the future. And that future is the goal. That's my vision. That's my, my, my hope, dream, desire. That's where I want to end up. And so these are the steps that I have to do in order to get over there. What do you think? Is that is... Yeah, I mean, a, kind of a, a different way to put that is you're prioritizing the future or prioritizing what you need to do now to set yourself up for the future. So bringing it back to your mammoth example, you know, I could kill the mammoth and eat the whole thing. And right now I'm prioritizing eating food and, and being full and having a good old time right now. Or I can say, hey, later tomorrow or two days from now or whatever, I'm probably going to want some food. So let me prioritize the future or the, the what's going to happen later. I'm still going to take care of myself now because if I don't prioritize eating now, I'm not going to be able to be here later to eat more. But at the same time, I need that to, to also help me out later too. So prioritizing things as well can be important because, you know, as much as I want to sit around and watch TV and play video games all day long, if I don't go to work and make money, I won't have the video games or TV or whatever it is to do that later. And not to say that's my goal in life. My goal in life isn't to make money so I can do all those things. But again, just an example of prioritizing the future, like you just said, by doing things you need to do now, i.e. work, again, is is part of what's going on there. And maybe that's not where you're going exactly, but... No, I think, I think that's part right of on. Too. I think that's right on. And, and so the other point that I was going to say is, talked about doing a job that you hate or versus a job that you love. And I heard this recently and I thought it was really, really profound. 
they said that, you know, whoever told you that if you find a, a job that you like, you'll never have to work a day in your life. Okay, well, that's not true. Because it doesn't matter if how well you, how much you like your job, there's going to be things that you have to do in your job that you're not going to like. It's not always going to be rainbows and sunshines and butterflies and, and unicorns. There's some things you have to do at work that are actual work. The things are, are, are tough that will stretch you and force you to, or have you do, maybe not force, maybe that's, that's too strong of a word, but make you do things that you don't want to necessarily do. And just because of that, you're, oh man, I'm going to quit this job. I hate this. Well, that's not necessarily it because I might hate this thing that I have to do. However, I enjoy all the other aspects of this. And I think, you know, we're talking about positivity that is right in line with that. Okay. What am I choosing to look for? What priorities do I have now? Am I looking for it? Man, this, this one thing I do at work is really just, oh, it's just, it's just crazy. Well, I hate it, you know, versus the 25 other things that you do that you, you know, maybe five of those you're, you're like, ah, okay. I don't really care so much about those. I don't really feel one way or the other. The other five, maybe you're like, ah, these are, these are a little bit better. And those other, you know, 10 are like, holy cow, these are, or 15 or whatever it is. Wow. These are amazing. I love doing these. I get so much, so much value from my, my life from doing these things that my job allowed me and, 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 caused me and, and, and helped me to be able to achieve and do. And so just because, you know, you, it's, you know, again, find a job you like and you'll never work a day in your life. Okay. Well, that's, that's, you know, up, up to, I heard that I was like, oh yeah, okay. That's, you know, that's the way to go. That's, I didn't know any difference, but you know, factually thinking about it, there are things that you have to do at work that are work. You have to do work at work. Wow. Amazing. Man, I have to really work here. Nope. I'm out. See ya. That's, I mean, that's not the type of person I am anyways, but I, okay, fine. It's just, you, you don't like doing that one thing. Okay. What are the other things that you do at work that you actually like? What are the other things that, that you do at work that actually motivate you and, and help you have, you know, meaningful insight that you carry over to your actual life at home? You know, bringing this back into a work-life balance, just because you have this one thing that you do at work that you don't like, or, you know, Man, every every first Monday of the of the month, I got to do the the end the the monthly reports, and I have it's so much extra work, and I got to be there all all this overtime. Oh my gosh, it's so okay, fine. But what about all the other days that, that you do things that you like, that you do things that are in line with who and what you want to be and who you are? Not to mention, you're doing that because that that job is giving you money that you can then provide for your family for. You know, if anything. Fine, do that. Now, I'm not saying that everything you do on your job is is demeaning and, and terrible and, and, you know, okay, fine. Definitely do a different job. Find something else because where that will lead you, you know, in five, 10 years from now is, is you know, much worse off than you are now. But if there's a handful of things you don't like to do at work or one thing, one project comes up and, and you know, you didn't meet the deadline on time and now you're, you know, you're in hot water with the boss. Okay, fine. But what about all the other times that were good? Don't let the one don't let that one thing or those those very small handful of things, like don't let 5% of the job ruin the other 95% of the job. If 95% of the job, if if 75% of the job is what you want, okay, then perhaps be willing to put up with that other 25% and see it as, wow, this is, I, you know, all of these things I really like to do. See it from a positive viewpoint as opposed to, man, I hate these things. This is so dumb. I don't like, you know, whatever. Um, if 75% of the job that you do is great, good, good. If, okay, maybe if 25% of the job that you do is great, 
okay, maybe, you know, maybe then that might, might be, you know, it's crossed the line. Maybe you need to find something else because that's going to end you as, as bitter and, and resentful or whatever else later on, change it, do something different. But, you know, put that in, into perspective for you. Hopefully, you know, again, if I'm sure at some point somebody's told you, if you work, if you find a job you, you love, you'll, you'll never work a day in your life. Okay. Now, perhaps hearing that as the other side, you know, understand that's not always rainbows and sunshines and unicorns. Work is work. You have to do things that are hard. It's, it's just part of it. You know, it's what it is. It's work. You're not going to like every single day of work. You're not going to like to be there every single time. You're not going to like everything, every single thing you do. But the biggest part of it, like you said, is finding the good in it. Maybe the good is just, hey, I'm going to be here. I'm going to make money for doing whatever it is. Or like you said, hey, I get to do a lot of great things throughout the week. And just one day of the week or one day of the month, I have to do this thing I don't like doing. Doesn't mean I should quit. Doesn't mean that I need to find something else. It's work. But then, you know, you find the good in the situation and, and you prioritize being there and doing that so that you can have the work-life balance that you want. Uh, you know, I, I, it's it's tough to try to put yourself in that position where you feel like you have to enjoy every single one of what you do. And I think it's, it's almost... Um, can make you feel guilty when you are doing something that you love doing and you go in one day and, you know, you're upset. Well, not upset, but, you know, you have to do some work and it's frustrating and you're tired and you've worked so many days in a row, whatever it is, and you, know, you almost feel like you, you almost feel guilty or shameful for feeling the way you do because you've been told that you have to love what you do or, you know, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. But man, today it really feels like I'm working, but it shouldn't feel like that because I love what I'm doing. And then you feel bad about it. Well, we're here to tell you that that's okay. You're not going to have every great, not every day is going to be a great day. You're not going to love every single day you go to work. There are some things that you might not like the most, but that doesn't mean that your job isn't good. That doesn't mean that you should quit right away. Again, abusive or um, over the top situations, maybe you should get yourself out of there. But working a job you love and then not enjoying a single aspect of, or one part of it, not enjoying one part of the, the thing that you love doesn't mean that you're doing the wrong thing or doesn't mean that you can't have a good work-life balance or be happy where you are. It's totally acceptable to have a bad day or not like a certain aspect of your job, and that's okay too. Um, and continuing further with the work-life balance kind of conversation here, another great way to work on or to ensure you have a good work-life balance in a, in a more literal sense is to work on scheduling. If you can schedule out days or times uh, that you aren't going to be working, that's a great time to have balance. You know, let's say you, you work five days a week and you give yourself two days off, or you work four days a week and you, you schedule three days off that you do other things. You know, literally scheduling a work-life balance can be a huge part in actually having this because sometimes if you don't allow yourself those days as we talked about you know self-care or uh, finding days to to take to yourself to kind of uh, you know take a break or for lack of a better word recenter yourself and just have time to yourself to do those things that you want to do literally scheduling out time that you're going to be able to give yourself a break or give yourself an opportunity to do something that you enjoy or a hobby that uh, brings you happiness and so Sometimes it comes down to that where it's not enough to like the idea of a work-life balance. You literally need to put down with pen and paper a work-life balance of, hey, 
I do not work on this day, or I do not work from this time to this time, or I will not work on the weekend, or whatever it is, scheduling out those times and finding a job that was able to work with those scheduling um, breaks or within the job you are are the job you that you are working already working or or f- managing figuring out a way to give yourself those scheduled breaks and this doesn't just apply to work either you can schedule out your work time but schedule out your activities if you spend all of your free time outside of work doing things that aren't entirely what you want to do it's going to feel like you're working anyway because you're doing something that isn't giving you the rest or the kind of the not break but not giving you the the um time the the balance it's not giving you that uh, i don't know the word i'm trying to look for but it's not giving you that break from work because you're still doing something that might feel like work or it's not it's taking away from your energy or your focus or whatever it is so not only scheduling the the work allowing for breaks in work but also being mindful of your schedule and all the other things that you do and trying to give yourself time to relax or do things that you enjoy can be a huge part of this balance as well. Yeah, you know, an interesting topic about this is, is you know, putting these things in your calendar. You know, you have this block of, and, you know, maybe, and, and I have this and, and perhaps you do as well, but in my calendar, my, my, my Google calendar, I have, you know, this color is work and this color is, is you know, all these different colors that, that mean different things. Do you, do you have something similar to that? Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. okay. Call, call it coordinated. And put in there, I'm working from this time to this time. You know, I, I'm sleeping from this time to this time. You know, schedule out. And what I would say to do is, is perhaps schedule out the day you actually want. Like schedule out physically. Put it on your calendar. I want to do this from this time to this time. I want to sleep from this time to this time. I want to study from this time. Whatever it is that you're doing, put those things in your calendar. Like design your day, the day that you actually, you know, you would wake up in the morning and say, all right, yes, I get to do the day today, the day that you planned. And then go do those things. Now, the hard part about that is you, we talked about this with, with you know, the the lies you tell yourself, the, the you know, the, self-doubt kind of kind of part of this but you set up a schedule that you want to go and do and 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 be for that day good now the hard part is one actually sitting down and doing that yes the other hard part about that is finding out factually what you want to do in a day because that's tough right okay there's things that you want to do and then there's some things that you have to do like i have to do work from this uh, this time to this time okay now where are my open times okay great now these open times instead of wasting time I'm going to be on social media for two hours here. I'm going to play a video game for four hours. And okay, maybe not do those things. I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. But, you know, if I were, if you were to choose the day, like if it's your last day that you could live, what would be the day you'd plan? Okay, you probably wouldn't go to work and understandable, but you have to go to work because very well likely you're going to be here tomorrow to to also go to work. But anyways, put the, put that down, schedule your day and then go do that day. Now, the hard part about that is it's you. Right, you know, you made that th- that schedule for you to follow, and you are not very good at doing the things that you tell yourself to do. Right, of course, everybody has tough with that. That would be, you know, partly self discipline, but also, you know, uh, the other part is just being human. You don't want to do what you're told to do, and you definitely don't want to do the things that you told yourself to do because you know why you did it. Right, you're trying to trick yourself. You're playing a game. 
play the game, win the game, schedule out your ideal day, and then do it. And, and you know, maybe you get 50% of that day down and you, you follow that path for 50, 50% of the time. Good. Okay, fine. Then you do that. And then, okay, now let's, let's see if we can agree, increase that to 55%. Okay, good. And then you continue down that path until you're almost doing exactly what's on that calendar. And that might mean that you, you know, you set this calendar up, you set it, okay, let's do it for, for three months. And you just automatically, you know, copy and paste that all the way over for the next three months. And for the first month of it, you're doing, you know, 50% of those things that you told yourself that you were going to do. Fine. Strive for more. See it on the calendar. Okay, you get a reminder. Okay, now it's supposed to be reading. Man, I don't really want to study right now. I don't want to read this. I'm going to do this instead. Okay, fine. But you have the option then. You have you you see what you told yourself that you should be doing. And you have the choice to, to do that. That thing that you said, said that would be the ideal day for you or, or you don't. Right? That it, To me, that goes right in line with the work-life balance. Because what that does is that's such... You're setting the balance for yourself. And of course, you have the priorities of, of whatever you have right now. Maybe you want to make, you know, $12 million by tomorrow and your priorities are whatever it is, fine. Do your best to set, schedule out the day that you want to have and then go do that day, right? Live up to that. And again, if you get 50% of it, okay, fine. Just try to get more and try to get more and try to get more every time, every time, but leave it on your calendar for a little while. Just as, as a reference, just as an idea, like, okay, this is my ideal calendar. This is my ideal day that I want to have on Wednesday. And then do your best to plan for that. And then do those things. And, you know, I, I've heard a handful of people do similar things for that. I've kind of taken pick and choose those things, but try that. I had lots of people have talked about this and, and, you know, I have done this for a little while. I had some things on my calendar that I, I, you know, I would, they were just there. I never did them. I wanted to do them. Factually, they they lined with what I wanted to do, and they want their their help me be that person that I want to be. But they were on my calendar for a length of time before I actually started doing them. Now, every once in a while, most more often than not, in fact, now I'm doing those things. Some days I still don't, but that's okay. They're there. I I have that time scheduled to do that. I I get to choose. Am I going to do this? That's going to get me to be and, and and help me be that person I want to be, or do I? You know, sit and eat potato chips. Okay, maybe not that, but you you, under, you understand. You understand. Have you have you heard that before, Mister Kent? Ha- setting out the the day you want your ideal day. Yeah, huh? yeah. We talked about it in our in our habits day too. We kind of well, you and I kind of laid out at least part of our day ideally what it is. And you know, I used to have a, a planner and I would write out. Okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to do this. 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 And some days I checked off every part of that list, and some days I checked off only part of that list. But that is a, a great way to ensure that work-life balance. But I think another level to that, too, is being flexible and adaptable to the situations because not everything always goes the way that you want it to go, I'm sure. Everyone listening is well aware of that, that things don't always go the way you want them to go. And so when you have this kind of scheduled-out day and you're thinking about it the way you want things to go, understand that you might not get to every single thing on the list and understand that it's okay if you only get 75% or 50% of what it is. Again, you need to prioritize the things that are most important to you and make sure you get those things done or prioritize the things you have to do to get those things done. And then if you're able to get the other things in as well, great. But having that roadmap is is is, is huge to be able to set up that work-life balance and keeping the, you know, setting boundaries and what you want and 
in in kind of directing that uh, the day. But within that, understand that it's probably not going to go the way you want it to go 100%. If it does, awesome, great. There's a, a good day for you. If not, be flexible and adaptable. Don't shut down or get frustrated because it didn't go the way you wanted it to go and work with it and move with it. Uh, make adjustments and that's okay too. You can still have a great day while being open to those kind of changes when you're going through that. So I, I really like that idea and I you know, implemented a version of it before in the past and it, it worked well and again my my only uh, uh tip for that kind of of of, of uh, you know scheduling is just to be flexible because you're probably not going to get to everything you want to get to what you want to get to and that's okay too and just prioritize what needs to get done or the things that you really want to make sure you get done and that's going to set you on a, a good path there for you know having a good balance as well you know, I think talking about having a list of things that you want to get done and not getting them all done is sums up my, how I feel right now, because we have a lot of things that I would still like to talk about for this episode that, you know, we're starting to come to the, the end of time here. And so what what do you say we, we pretty well end here and then we pick up and, and continue this discussion for next week? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Yeah. The, talking about work-life balance, there's, there's so many, so many different pieces to it and, and I really want to make sure that we do a good job of facilitating that talk and that conversation. And so what we'll do is we'll, we'll end here now, you know, we'll pick up next week right here where we left off and continue that path, that, that path, that journey, that discussion about having a, or finding a work-life balance that works for you. And, you know, I think that if you, if you have thoughts or ideas or opinions on this, as this being, being our first kind of two-part or multi-part uh, episode, if you have ideas or, or, or experiences with this or, or different things that perhaps we missed that we haven't talked about yet that you would like to join in on the conversation, let us know on, on social media. You know, we'd be more than happy to to continue that discussion with you or to talk about some of these things that we that we have discussed so far. And, you know, if you found value in this, you, you we would love to see you um, share this and, 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 of course, tag us in the social media as well. We'd love to see those uh, come across. And do you have anything else to add, I guess, before we before we close this one out? No, no, sir. I think it's safe to assume you're probably reading the same book still. I, I am still reading the same yeah. book. Yes. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you and I sat down before this episode and didn't know where it was going to go, but I think there's plenty to be um, explored and definitely different ways of making sure that we're trying to set ourselves up for success. Yes, sir. So until next time. Take initiative.